Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. Dobrodojdovte vo Makedonske razglednica. My name is David Belidis. Ja sum Dragi Spasovski. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by Izvor Music. You can look at our website at izvormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com. Today's postcard is from Tetovsko. And the song is Tjerko Muritjerko. At the very beginning, I must say that the original name of the song is Kito Tjerko Kito. That's how it was recorded for the first time by uh, singers uh, Olga Sichan and Simo Gavrovsky. song is most of the songs I've heard, unless I've heard it from my mother, uh, was Radioscopia. What got my attention to remember the song? The very unusual voice of the two singers, Olga Sichin and her cousin, Simo Gavrovsky. For a long time, I thought Simo and Olga were brother and sister, but actually just today, this morning, I found out that they are first cousins, their mothers were sisters, and that's how they knew each other. The way it was put, actually they grew up together all their life. They lived together as very close relatives, and they kept uh, the closeness as my brother by aunt, or my sister by aunt. That's how we emphasize sometimes if we're close to a cousin, we say, that's my brother by uncle or by aunt. So they were actually a brother and sister by aunt. Kito Murikerko is a song from Tetovsko, and it's sang in a Tetovo dialect. Later on, I did hear somebody singing the song as Kerko Murikerko, 
I don't know for what reason it was uh, changed to Kerko Mori Kerko, which means my oh my daughter, my daughter, and Kito is the name. Kita is the name uh, of a lady daughter in the song. So they switched it to Kerko Mori Kerko, and when I recorded the song, I selected, I chose to have Terko Mori Terko because it was a little bit easier to scan the words uh, in the song. And maybe because I had that inside of my mind as Kerko Mori Terko most of the time, you know, being sang while I was young. Not very many people know, even in Macedonia, about uh, Olga Sichon and Simo Gavrovsky. I knew some because Olga Sichon used to work with one of my sisters, the youngest sister. They worked together, and from now and then, I would hear the name of Sichon, Sichon, Sichon. And she was talking to her uh, girlfriend, working together at the same uh, company with Olga. And I said, who is this Sichan uh, that you're talking about? And my sister said, there's only one Sichan in Macedonia, and that's Olga Sichan. And I said, oh, that's the radio singer. And she goes, yeah, that's the one. That's all that Sichan. There's nobody, no other Sichan in, in Macedonia. And she was right. Not very many people have the last name Sichan. Just this morning, I found some new information regarding these two singers. This morning, I talked to Olga's nieces, who are actually Simo's daughters. That's Olga Gavroska and Vesna Gavroska. Even though I, I knew their nieces from the different brother, from another brother of Simo's, his name is Stoyan, I talked to them uh, even way, way, way back, but these two girls, they were not much into singing world. They didn't even know uh, much about uh, their uncle's recording and singing life, nor they knew about the aunt's Olga singing career. So this morning, one of them referred me to talk to Simo's daughters, and I did call them, and we talked and talked, and they were so happy that somebody knew their parents, I mean their father as a singer, and somebody who knew a lot about details about his singing career, and they were surprised that I even knew the names, the titles of the songs mm-hmm. he recorded. Didn't, didn't we have Brothers Gavroski on another podcast? Those Gavroskis are different. Uh, oh, they're, that's, they're yeah, different. Yes, that's a trio. Oh, no kidding. That's a trio, Gavroski. And I did talk to them about it because I always was curious to know what is the connect, connection, the, the relation between... Simo Gavrovsky and the trio trio Gavrovsky. And I only mentioned once that there's two different trio Gavrovskys. Oh, okay. Yeah, and today uh, Simo's daughter Olga confirmed that. Vesna is a singer also, and uh, Olga said that she's a singer. She used to be a singer too, but in life she did not do any professional recordings, even though she had live um, singing appearances. Uh, While younger one, Vesna, uh, sang and did some recordings in a different style, not very traditional.
So you said that you learned some things today from Olga's nieces that you hadn't known before. Yeah, like I knew that they were from Tetorsko because uh, Stoyan, their uncle Simo's brother, was from Tetorsko. I knew that, but I didn't know details when they moved from Tetovo to Skopje, what their life was, what their career exactly in details was. I just knew that Olga Sichan and Simo Garovsky were two singers from Tetovsko. Didn't know details. So I was interested to, know, to find out how they started the, the singing, how the recording sessions began, and who started first, and how you know, the whole that thing went on. And Vesna, I'm sorry, Olga, who is older than Vesna, old enough to remember the details, she was happy to give me all the information. I know that the first one who got in touch with uh, Radioscopia was Olga. that Olga was the first one who did recordings, solo recordings with the radio, but I was proven to be wrong this morning by Olga because she said no, they both, the first recordings and first appearance were as a duet. Mm. And they even started before the recording period began uh, Radioscopia. Which was when? I didn't ask exactly what, when, when that was, but she said, she said like this. I remember um, I was very young. In 1956, I okay. was just going to school, and they uh, started recording even before that because I know being at home as a kid, my mother used to tell us, okay, kids, be quiet now. Your father and aunt are going to be singing on the radio. And that was a time, she said, when uh, there was a live direct broadcasting right. from the studio itself, which means she said it must have been something like probably 1952 or 53. But you said that they were already singing as a duet before these recordings happened. They sang on uh, uh, home celebrations, Slavas, christening parties. Right, they were already Jews. performing. Yeah, they're okay. not performing. Well, they um, were they're hired singing. singing. Yeah. They were sing- not even hired singing, David, singers, David. They were more like, you know, be uh, present at the celebration festivity, and they, were, uh, they would just sing. And she also said that ah, even the okay. four, Simo had six other siblings, four brothers and three sisters. And his daughter this morning told me, the brothers themselves, the four of them, 
used to sing together at these celebrations. They never recorded together. Okay, okay. But they sang at these celebrations just, you know, to... to they were just there and, yes, they, and they, they sang. There. So it wasn't like a formal group or no, anything no, like that. No, not a formal group. Okay, I get it. Not a group to, you know, to hire for singing. Right, no, right. Just being part of some festivity. Mm -hmm. So that's how they did. And because they were so good, Olga and Simo, they decided to make a radioscopia appearance and radioscopia recording. So maybe you don't know the answer to this. Was it common for the singers to approach the radio or did the radio maybe hear of them and invite them to sing? I don't know exactly in this case, but it's both ways. It goes both ways, huh? It goes both ways. If there's somebody, here's somebody, and they just, hey, why don't you try it? Radioscopia is hiring, is accepting new singers from different areas with your know, capabilities of singing, you can go and see, you know, what can be done uh, with your singing qualities. So was a common knowledge then that Radioscopia was actively seeking new singers to, were they auditioning or were they looking for singers to record their repertoire? How, how did that work? I've said that in the past. I'm going to say now for this case, but it applies for uh, uh, your question. Too. Okay. Remember I told you Radioscopia had this program, Open Mic? Yes, or, yeah. yes. So that's how Esma was discovered, Vera Tatomovska, Kirill Manchevsky, you name them. And this is how these two guys, Olga Sichan and Simo Gavrovsky, for the first time, appeared ah. and to get establish a connection with Radioscopia. They applied for the open mic exactly. night. Exactly. Okay. So that they went there and that's how Radioscopia just grabbed them. We need you guys. And actually, David, they were the first duet with traditional folk singing, singing melody and droning. No kidding. I'm not saying there were not other singers, but they were the first one who did an actual direct uh, singing or recording. Do you know what that recording was? Tsevtai Rujo Tsevtai. first recording and then after they recorded as a duet they have uh, with a, a whole band and you remember that time that Isvoren orchestra traditional instruments orchestra, orchestra was combined with tambura kaval gaida and also there was a violin when they mix Narod, narodnen and uh, it was Isvoren? kind of combined no and chalgia too oh they mixed all of them yes oh, yeah that, there was a time interesting. When, yeah when you know they were kind of mixed together but they did record with uh, Gaida only, Gaida, solo Gaida. They, they have very nice, successful recordings with Cavals. Where are all these recordings? In the archive, yeah, uh, of Radioscopia. Some three or four weeks ago, I was at my lunch break. From time to time, I get uh, Radioscopia satellite programming on my phone. And uh, while having my lunch, I said, let me, you know, see what's going on in Scopia. And at that point, there was this program called as Songs for My Soul, Pesni Zamoyata Dusha. And guess who sang? Olga Sitchin 
and Simo Gavras. No, wow. And there is another guy who records, I know he does record all these uh, programs, especially this one. And I called him up after the program was finished, and I called him up and I said, now, did you record this is for no set now? And he said, no, I did not. And I said, that's too bad. Those are very rare archived recordings of these singers and people don't really know much about them. And that's exactly why Simo's daughters were thrilled this morning when they had a chance to talk to somebody from far away, you know, from America, knowing the details of their father and their aunt Olga Sichan. Now, you were friends with Simo's brother, Stoyan? I knew him. He was, uh, he was my neighbor, neighbor, but I grew up with his daughters. Okay, so these Slavica. nieces that you spoke to, they never met you before? No, these ones, no. They didn't know you were a singer no. and everything, okay. No, no. As I said, Simo had uh, three other brothers. Stoyan was my neighbor. I got hold of Stoyan's granddaughter. No kidding. Yeah, because I was trying to get hold of her mother, who is daughter of right. Stoyan. It's all, all the names now. They're all the oh, same, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And she said, no, you, you should talk to Olgitsa. And I said, who is Olgitsa? She said, that's Simo's daughter. And I said, wow, that's exactly what I need. And she called her up and she said, okay, you can get her on the Facebook, get, you know, connected to a messenger, and she's expecting you to call. And we talked, and I talked to both of them, to Vesna and Olga, for probably more than a half an hour. Vesna told me that the first time they appeared in 1950 for Radio Skopje, and it must have been on those the open mic uh, evening programs. So they lived in Skopje their lives. Olga said, too bad the four brothers did not go together to record because they sounded extremely well. She said she, they could sing in four voices. I did not get exactly what like she Like four meant. parts? Four parts, maybe some songs. I can understand three parts, but not, I don't know how yeah. they can sing in four yeah. parts. So anyway, but she said the best sound they produced in uh, melody and droning. So one would do the melody and three would drone, those four? Most probably, or yeah. two do the melody, three drones. I don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe in some songs, two, two drone, one melody, and then harmony, one of them. So she said, whenever they started singing for their own pleasure in these gatherings, everybody would stop doing whatever they were doing. She said, even if they're eating, they would stop eating and listening to enjoy the, the music. And I can imagine that because I know this now. Aside of this, let's just clarify the Gavrovsky trios that we mentioned before. Okay. I did ask both sisters if they were relatives, if there was relationship, blood relation uh, with these trio Gavrovskys.
The younger one didn't know, but she said, ask Olga, who is 10 years older than me, she would know better. Olga said, the daughter of Simo, said that there is some blood-related connection with her father's family and this trio Gavrovsky. Even though she said they are not from Tetovo, they are from some uh, around Tetovo, originating from around Tetovo, but she said, my, fa my father's family also, it's not from Tetovo originally, they are from some villages around Tetovo, not far away from Tetovo. They moved to Tetovo, and then from Tetovo they moved to Skopje. And she could not tell me who is who exactly, but she said definitely that trio, the first trio Gavrovsky, is not the same as the new one which is still goes singing in Macedonia. These two trio Gavrovskis. Right, right. The second one are relatives of the very first one. Right, and neither of them is Simo and his brothers. No, none of okay, them. Okay, got none, it. None of uh, Simo Gavrovsky's brothers are connected got with it. those trios. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you said that, to get back to our song, that Olga and Simo were the first ones to record this song or the first time you heard it was them singing it? They are the first one who did recording of the song. As I said later on, I heard the song, somebody singing uh, live as Cerco Morikerko. And another group I also heard singing the song as Cerco Morikerko. Uh, did they sing Quito or did they? No. Okay. Quito, Cerco, Quito, Morikoichukana. It was by Olga Sichan and Simo Gavrovsky. Okay, that was my question. And I yeah. assume that's the right, correct one, because they first recorded the song. And the rest of the song they have, they are very original. Like the very first who recorded, Aide Dalis Naish Pametish Milice, was Olga Sichan. Really? Aide Dalis Naish Pametish Milice. It was her who recorded wow, the song. Wow, I didn't know and that. And she does it with Chalgia with a very original Chalgia singing.
And what catches somebody's attention is the sound of her voice. It's very unusual, but very, very suitable for Chalgia singing. When she sings with Kaval, accompanied by Simo, it's then again another different style, a different, different approach to the, the melody, to the traditional sound of interpretation. And I guess, you know, she was just capable of transforming the singing capabilities from one to another. One style, style. to another style. Yes, which is uh, things to be admired. Do you know where she learned these songs? Was it like you and your mom where her family was singing these songs and she just picked it up? Olga Simo's daughter told me that there were, you know, uh, people in the family who were singers, like Simo's brothers. She didn't say about the ends. But then again, she said her and her sister inherited the singing abilities from her father and her aunt, Olga. And I'm just assuming now that they learned they had a singing tradition in the family. And I'm sure they must have learned most of the songs within the family. Okay. Or if not, people who are singers, people who are interested in singing, they just pick up the songs wherever they go. Do you know if anyone in her family played Kabal or was a member of a Chalgia mm, group or anything I don't think so, like? because uh, neither of the daughters uh, mentioned uh, okay. musicians in the family. No, I, I don't think so. Okay, but it's interesting, like you said, that Olga Sichan was able to move from one style to another style in an authentic-sounding way. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, we'll be able to hear that from uh, some of the recordings I'm going to dig <laughs> on the internet to see the difference in uh, singing uh, one song from uh, the Chalgia uh, style and one from the traditional folk style. Something that I didn't know was I've never actually talked to neither Olga or Simo Gavrovsky in life. I've seen them from a distance once they're visiting their brother, Stoyan, who was my neighbor. I saw them from a distance. Oh, you never actually never, met them, even though never, you're... Okay. I never had a chance to talk to them. Okay. Yeah, but today um, Olga told me, actually both uh, uh, told me, Olga and Vesna, that Olga Sichen, she had a very hard time talking because in normal talking she was stuttering. They both said, Sometimes it was very, you know, hard for her to express herself, but it's well known. That once these people start singing, they have no problem. No stutter whatsoever, Yeah, like right? Zaimi Mamovich. Oh, he started. Uh, the Bosnian singer, the famous Zaimi Mamovich. People say that sometimes it took him, you know, a minute until, you know, gets to the word. But in singing, he was honey voice singer. So that's exactly with Olga was. And... And she said, when she started singing, her voice was strong. They both said she was a happy spirit person uh, with very a nice and pleasant sense of humor. And uh, one of them, Olga, said, I loved her. I was so much, you know, anxious and eager to be with her, to talk to her. She was fun. She was always amusing us. But her life was not a uh, happy ending life. As most of the people, you know, unfortunately, do not meet a happy ending. She, she just collapsed in a hospital. She was visiting somebody, and right there she collapsed and passed away. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. Anyway, so that's some people's unfortunate lives. So our song, what, what does it mean? What's it about? The meaning, again, is love, it's love is, uh, but it's not only love. It's love expressed in a kind of hidden way. Why in a hidden way? But it's very descriptive of the way a man and most of some men in, in Macedonia way back and over the Balkans would make an approach to get closer to a girl and the family. So what's happening? Uh, the mother says, Kito Kerko, somebody's knocking at the door and the daughter goes, Mother, there's a young man who went to the kafana and he drank and he couldn't find his way to get home and he randomly knocked at our door and he's begging me to let him in. And the mother goes, don't do that, daughter, because you don't have a dinner for a, a surprising guests. And she goes, Mom, don't worry. My sweet words will be a, a, a sweet dinner for him. And then she goes, but uh, daughter, we don't have space, you know, to put him to bed. And she goes, Mom, don't worry, I can share my bed. Interesting thing is uh, how uh, different cultures approach this uh, meaning and this uh, situation. I taught the song at both camps, Mendocino and East Coast camp. And at the East Coast camp, somebody said, wow, she's going to go to bed with a stranger in front of her parents. And then one of my students who is Macedonian descendant, she said, no, definitely not. It's just way that the singer is expressing. She knew the guy. He was not a randomly guy coming, you know, right, knocking. Right, but right. she was embarrassed to say that in front of the mother. But by saying my sweet words will be sweet dinner for, to him, she uh, indicated that she already knows who he is. And the guy didn't come just because he was drunk. He, he came to the house to see, to meet the parents, to talk to the parents, and he was going to marry her. That's how the way in the songs, the hidden love is being expressed. My students said, wow, that's very interesting. Now when you said that, we get, you know, the connection of the meaning of the song and what you said. But of course, you have to be part of some tradition and culture to know the details mm -hmm. in these uh, traditional songs. You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards brought to you by izvormusic.com. Слушавте македонска разгледница представено од izvormusic.com. We're your hosts David Belidis и Драги Спасовски. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Благодарим што бевте со нас и до слушање. Thank you.